Hello, everybody, and hey. welcome to the Fresher and Parlance show, episode number 71. I am Parlance. And I am Fresher. We'll got... see. I'm not getting your image right now, just to let you know. Oh, I'm not, not yeah. at all? Nope, nothing. Uh, well, I mean, what do you mean? All I see is a giant ball looking at me, no head. Just a the fresh, ball? A fresher and parlance show ball, that's all I see. I don't I don't see your head. No no image. Hmm. I am seeing both of our switching. So do you normally see my face when, when we do this? Uh, we... Yeah, you've got to click on it. It doesn't switch for you. Well, even when I'm looking at yours, like I don't see you. That's my point. So we should tweet out to to us if you're saying yeah. if you're saying. So, oh. just a little backstory here for everyone. Um, we just came in to start the show as we usually do, and uh, YouTube totally removed the Hangouts on Air option, like from their default thing. So we had to like figure out the whole setup differently. So we're just like kind of getting it together. Yeah, I'm not uh, not thrilled. It looks like we're gonna have to do some more, um, some more work on this in the future. Yeah, I mean, like it's cooler. Like they use their separate streaming software and stuff, so they're getting off of using the Hangouts. We we did it through Hangouts just like separately, but um, yeah, it's gonna be different, but cool. So I think that I am visible. I'm pretty sure. You are visible now. You weren't earlier. Okay. I think, yeah. All right. so anyway, folks, if you want to chime in, feel free to reach us at Fresh and Par on the Twitter, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll comment on there. You could also... Uh, the Twizzies. Uh, you could also comment on our YouTube page, which we'll eventually check. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to open it up right now. I have Twitter open. And also, unlike last week, I hope... My computer doesn't crash this week because that would be disappointing. It'd be t- if you crash. I don't even know if like I would still be on air. I don't even you know would, that because happens. that happens to me when you crash. Oh, I see. Okay, All right. but cool. So, how's your week been, Parlance? Uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, I went fishing. I I met up with an old time palo from uh from the old uh, old an old time pal. Yeah, <laughs> the real old time pal. We went. We sh- we drank I was some... going for like Conan. He's always does the, oh. the old timey voice. We went for some sarsaparilla and <laughs> yeah. um, had a jolly old time. Yeah, uh, and we went fishing for about uh, forty five minutes. <laughs> That's really <laughs> short. Well, I when we got to the place, like I parked, and then I was walking. It was kind of a. It's about a half mile from where you park to get to the river. Yeah, and uh, as I was walking down the entrance to the park, it said park closes at eight fifteen. Uh, I looked up. I looked at my watch, and I was like, "Super early." I was like, "Geez, it's seven o'clock right now, or seven. It's like seven o five. So uh, I walked down there. It takes like fifteen minutes to walk to the to get situated. Yeah, so, so that means like I got there at seven fifteen. It was like I had a close shop at eight, so I had about forty five minutes of fishing. Was there so was there anyone like around there at the time? There was a ton of people. It was packed. And I'm wondering, I saw a lot of cars parked outside of the big gates of the park. Like, so they were like on the oh, street. So they're just staying after hours? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it didn't say park closes. It just said gate closes, which is a subtle difference, I think. That is a subtle uh, difference. But uh, man, stock market man today crashed. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I heard that it was like the last couple days as well. Uh, before we get into that, uh, quick question. Anything big happen with you? Anything big with me? So I um, went to my friend's wedding this last weekend. That was very fun. It was a really awesome wedding at a hotel downtown. Congratulations, Emily and Corey. And um, then the next day, I brewed another batch of beer with Graham. So we have that going now. It took a long time to bubble, though, was the thing. Usually it starts, like, ferment bubbling, like, the next day, but it didn't do it for, like, two and a half days. We were worried. We were about to put, like, more uh, yeast in or whatever. We thought maybe we killed it. Oh, dear. But it should be good. It did. It bubbled furiously for a while. But then also it stopped early, so we'll see what happens. Could be... Uh, 
It could be uh, uh, what's a beer with no bubbles? Just an ear. Well, I mean that it's to make that actual beer. It's not the carbonation. So what? What? Say that again. Like you, you do a second time with yeast to put sugar in to carbonate it, but the first time is when it's like adding alcohol. Right. You need the the yeast to munch on the sugars to make the alcohol. Yeah. But right. that doesn't carbonate it. No. At this point. I see. Okay, so uh, hopefully everything works out for that. Yeah, and then uh, reminding everyone that my birthday is coming up. <laughs> is that t- when is that? Is that tomorrow? It, no, it's um. Wait, I don't know. I mean, I know the day. I don't know, like, what day that is. The twenty eighth. Is that? I think that's a Friday. <laughs> that was the sound of time passing you by. Pretty sure it's the twenty. I mean, next Friday maybe. Is that uh? It is next Friday. Ooh, There's like boy. four things about that. It's my birthday on my calendar, because all of the things just know my birthday, so they keep doing it. So we have to celebrate next week, man. On your on the it'll be your birthday. It'll be the birthday show. Actually, are you? We can even have a show because you might be just like too. You might be out celebrating the whole weekend. Well, Thursday, that's not not the weekend. I was thinking to go to my other friend's birthday trip to Hawaii, but I decided not to go. So, Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Because it's like summer to go to Hawaii. I don't know. It would be fun and stuff, but... But then also, this weekend, I had forgotten until I just looked that... Neil, who we hung out with in San Francisco, also visited for a few days. He's a, this is only a second time coming to Seattle. I saw uh, you. I saw your Facebook posts. They were rowdy. Yeah, we we routed it up in uh, Ballard. We went to a couple bars. We were hanging out with his other friends who lived here too, and um, yeah, did some drinking. Did you do? Uh, did you do some some espousing? Is that the way you say espousing? I don't even our- know what that is. Isn't like I don't know. That's a great question. Espousing? I thought that means like, like uh, telling people about our show. Espousing? Oh. No, I mean I did tell people. I talked about it more at the wedding because I couldn't. I'm really bad. I mean, as people know from the show, like at talking about stuff that I did. I mean, I do a lot of stuff. I just like not good at talking about it, I guess. But uh, so people are, you know, I'm meeting old friends at. Uh, the wedding and whatever, and they're like, oh, so what are you up to? And, like, the only thing I could think of really was, like, oh, yeah, I, I have a YouTube show. <laughs> so I did do it at the wedding a lot. That's good. They uh, Maybe we're, we're building audience one person at a time. Yeah, I mean, I probably, I didn't, I need, like, a card or something, you know, a flyer. Ooh, that's a good I'm idea. I'm sure nobody's going to remember that I told them. Like, they'd have to make a con. Nobody was, like, got their phone out. I'm like, okay, let me subscribe now. So I'm pretty sure, like, there's zero traffic from that. That's a bummer. um the uh so this was a a wedding you say you and how how uh how where was it did you say i missed it was downtown at um a hotel i don't remember the hotel but it was really cool place like it had like a a glass um like deck kind of thing so it was all open where they did the ceremony and then that's where they had the dance party after too and then they had like a dining room. It was like the whole floor. It was cool because the elevators opened onto the floor too. So we went out. Um, we went outside for a bit, like during the, you know, party thing. And then uh, when we came back, there was like a bunch of kids. I don't know, kids like teenagers. I don't know, twenty somethings, going to their elevator room in the same hotel. And they had like you know, the big case of Rainiers and like you know some chips. Like they're gonna go like, oh yeah, let's have a party in our hotel room. And, like, we're, like, pretty dressed up. Like, Graham was there. He had a suit on. I didn't have a suit. I just had, like, you know, a button-up shirt or whatever. But, um, yeah, so we're, like, hanging out, and, like, the elevator opens on our floor. And, like, as you're getting towards our floor, you can hear, like, the kind of, like, dance floor music. And the the doors open just into the party while those kids are in there, like, whoa, like, we have beer. Can we go to your party? It was was kind of cool, you know. And they're, like, ah, sorry. And we just went, and it closes, and... They have to go to their lame party. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, the elevator opened right into the room? Yeah. 
That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, like, it's a multi-room type situation. But also, one of our old friends from uh, high school and stuff was the DJ. And he DJed, like, really cool stuff. Like, it was all, like, a live... Uh, what's that called? It was, yes. like, a mashup. So he just played, like, a bunch of really good old songs. But, like mashup style so they were all over each other but like really good but it was like he did it live oh boy it was pretty I, sweet i have much respect for the djs yeah i mean especially when they're not just playing music literally like, when, they're, actually, when, they're, like, when they're actually doing what a dj is supposed to do which is like draw beats uh measure yeah, beats. I, mean, I thought another aspect of having the real dj there made a difference is because at one point there was like you know, like on the dance floor area, there was like the circle of like people doing crazy stuff in the middle of the circle, like breakdowns, not like full on breakdancing, but just, you know, like everyone watching and be like, Ooh, do your thing or whatever. <laughs> but I can, it would suck if it was just regular music playing. And then during that, the music changed like the song. And it's but like, since it was like the actual DJ paying attention, he made like the like break music, like the whole time, you know, as, as needed it's not going to end when like there's a crowd there <laughs> right 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 and this was a late party i'm assuming uh it went till probably 11 or something and then we went to bush gardens afterwards for karaoke awesome sounds great but uh the kj guy there was pretty lame so like we didn't it was pretty empty which is weird on a saturday he was pretty horrible he was just like not being nice it's like he didn't want to be there who's kj like the karaoke guy, oh. the person who runs karaoke. Oh, I is that the karaoke DJ? Is that KJ? Yeah. I never, I've never heard that term before. Oh yeah, interesting. I um, thought it was going to be my friend doing it, but he hadn't started yet, so it was this other guy, and I think that he didn't want to be there. Hmm. But it was still fun. I mean, we were still pretty drunk and stuff. Things I did not know. The DJ of a karaoke bar is called a KJ. He is. Um, the uh, I just want to say I did catch up on watching Humans. Oh, yeah. I still want to watch. There's like so many shows I want to watch. Ooh, that's exciting, too. I just got a new TV. 4K. birthday present to myself. Congratulations. You have 4K I... TV now. Yeah, I know. We're going to watch everything like soap operas. It, like, up, it upscales to like, you know, 60 hertz or whatever. So everything's going to look all crazy. And also, I'm excited to see the upscaling. So it upscales 2D to 3D. And so, like, I can watch all the regular 2D stuff, except for that, like, it figures out from shadows and textures, like, what should be 3D. I want to see how that works. I wonder how well it works. My TV has that. It's pretty good. It's not great. I've never, yeah, I've never tried it. It kind of, like, it's it's okay, but it kind of gives us, um, it's not as good as, like, things that are actually made for 3D. yeah. Obviously. But you can, like, adjust the depth of how much 3D you want and stuff. Oh, I don't know if I... Oh, my gosh! We lost Parlance. Momentarily, I'm sure he'll be back. But 3D upscaling. Pretty excited about it. Oh, here he is. I'm back, yeah. This is, like, a regular occurrence, except you were gone way longer last week. I know. Well, that's because my computer full-on crashed. It wasn't a network thing. My computer just like died. I brought my laptop this time just in case it happened again. Get my uh, my lower third up here. Oh well, you're like naked without that. Mine covers my uh, my chestal area just right. Even though I just realized it's semi translucent, not protecting oh. me. There we go. It's back up. <laughs> um, so by all means, uh, tweet us at Fresh and Par as we discuss today's shows. Um, so, uh, as you are, may or may not know, Fresher, the, uh, and I just want to, before I, we get off topic, humans, pretty darn good. I did have a comment I wanted to make about that. So, in that show, the androids, uh, the whole point is that there's really uh, essentially sentient uh, androids. Yeah. Okay. And, um, the, but they, they look human. So, I was thinking, wouldn't it be awesome if they, we just took, we made androids that look like, koala bears and teddy bears yeah and dinosaurs and just have them walking around and stuff it totally would that's what i think we should do instead of why do we have to make them always human let's make them like i mean they're usually human because then they can integrate with society and use all of our tools and everything now that i I I guess you could make it look like an ape then too 
Yeah, anything, any single, any kind of thing that we that uh, this is my point. We should instead Technically, of having... it would be way more efficient to make it not look human and just be like really specialized at whatever it needs to do. Well, I think that's what ultimately we're gonna have, like you know, warehouse drone bots and stuff. But I was thinking, like you know, how we have zoos now, like yeah, real animals. Well, that's what the uh, dude robotic sheep dream of whatever thing. Do androids dream of uh, robotic sheep? Yeah. What was it? What's that about? I mean, it was about that everyone had their own like animal, but some people had fake animals, but they're really ashamed of it. Oh, and so I'm... they had like animal ro- robot repair trucks that like said vet on them, but like you know they'd come and fix it, fix the robot animals. I've never read Do Androids Dream? Well, uh, that's a super good book. Yeah, I've never read it because um... it's all about like it's kind of like the religion of then is like people's main pride is that their animal that they take care of and people have weird animals, but it's because it's really hard to survive on earth. And that's why they're trying to make everyone go and live in space and androids aren't allowed on earth. So that's what like, that's what uh, the main guy does is hunt androids that come to earth. So that was the precursor, essentially the, the base material for Blade Runner. Yeah. And if you read the book, it totally goes into like, the movie has a lot more details that you don't notice unless you've read the book. I see. Okay. Um, there's a, if there's a book called the... Oh, what's it called? It's, Another uh, cool part about that is that uh, the main robots factory thing, who makes the Nexus 9000 or whatever the number was, totally based in Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah. So... Have you ever read the Philip Pullman? It's called um, the His Dark Materials trilogy. I have not. Um, there's a. It's essentially really good, but they the, each of the characters has a daemon. Yeah, and and it's like connected to you. Oh and, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that like idea. And uh, it, it's really interesting. Anyway, uh, it's. I'm wondering if it, it, he got some of his ideas. Obviously, he he wrote his books were um, more along the lines of uh, take. He did not like the religious aspects of uh, like uh, the Narnia books. Oh yeah, and so he created the uh, his Dark Materials books, and they were sort of like a, a more of an atheistic stance on uh, on kind of religion and portraying religion as a bad thing. Yeah, and. Uh, it's, the, the, first off, the books are really good. You can look at it at surface value. You don't have to look at it as like religion being bad, but it is pervasive in the novel. They actually made the first one into a movie with uh, Daniel Craig and uh, Nicole Kidman. It was pretty good, but it got boycotted. It, it did okay. It didn't. It lose got money. boycotted. Yeah, because all the religious people were like, "Hey, it's an atheistic piece of crap." Blah 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 blah. And so <laughs> they never made the second or third ones, and it's it's a shame because they the, the movie was good and the books were great. Um, little known, little known fact. I had, uh, then my wife, uh, before we were married, um, so my girlfriend, (laughs) it made it sound like a past wife. No, no. Um, my girlfriend (laughs) at the time I had, uh, her read the books and, um, it's like one of the first times I've recommended a fantasy novel that she actually liked. Oh, (laughs) I thought you were going to say, and she never took my book recommendations again. (laughs) No, I had her read game of Thrones. Um, too oh yeah i remember you talking about that that was a long time ago but she didn't she couldn't get through the first one and this is well before the tv series however she does like the tv series so um you guys watched all that right yeah we're caught up we're done we're done done with that before i know um so i don't know if you know this yesterday uh the dark webs were released the ashley madison uh, all, everyone who had an account. I guess there was another release today. Yeah, I saw a bunch of the buzz about it. Yeah. But, uh, didn't I saw something about maybe... Or no, not maybe. That uh, Dunner guy. I can't remember his name. The du- Dugger. Yeah, the Dugger, Dugger guy. Like, he totally had an active account on... A pay account on there. I mean, I don't know how... If it's all pay or some of it's free, I don't really know how I that works. I think it's all pay. And I think he had two sites because... They were able to two accounts because he moved or whatever, and so he created a yet another account. <laughs> it's kind of like at this point, those that Duggar family, which by the way, I don't know anything about them but these scandals. 
Yeah, I know. Um, me too. They have a TV show, though, right? They had a TV show, but once the kid, the 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 boy, was accused of sexually assaulting his older do- or younger siblings or whatever, they they canceled the show. Yeah, um, but I've never watched. Because they're super religious too. That was the whole thing on the show. That's the, yeah, exactly. It's just the the irony. It's like these are people who are characters, you know? Yeah, and people think it's it's the here's what the world is full of, and I don't know if you know this yet. Hip hypocrites. <laughs> Informed. Hypocrites. Everyone's oh, yeah. every, everyone's That's a what hypocrite. I strive not to do the most. And I don't I mean you can't be totally, but I'm not a fan of hypocrisy. Yeah. Um so uh also kind of something that I think I think personally you would probably find really interesting is that <laughs> D- Disney announced that they're gonna create a Star Wars world. Oh yeah, both- I know my friend linked me to that. That's that sounds like a super good idea. I this is would be an awesome place to have android uh, aliens just walking around. Yeah, it would. I mean, there's so many things they could do with that. I mean, I, I'm glad that they're going farther with the franchise than Lucas did. I feel like he wasn't doing anything. I know. Well, he was just like, I'm just going to sit here on my giant wad of cash. And, and uh, actually, that's not true. He was very philanthropic, but he didn't do anything with it. He was just like very protective of it. And then the things he did do, he just kind of screwed up. So... But that's neither here nor there. I'm just going to read a quote from the press release or whatever. Every restaurant, this is in regards to Star Wars Land, which, by the way, I think is not a very good name. They're definitely going yeah, to have totally to. Not. Yeah, they're going to have to rethink that. Every restaurant, building, everything will be inhabited by the aliens and droids you expect to find there. You'd expect the to find a. Would be so cool. Droids rolling around. I know, this is what I'm saying. You'd expect to find a cantina, and there will be one. You'll have the chance to run into all the droids and fantastic beasts that Star Wars is known for. You'll meet characters from The Force Awakens and more from the Star Wars saga. The land will have two fantastic signature attractions and the ability to take the controls of the Millennium Falcon on a customized secret mission. Oh my gosh. I would so go there. Like, I just hope it's, I want to rent the whole thing out. How much would that cost, I wonder? The, how much is it going to cost to make it? No, I mean, like, get, like, a hundred friends and rent the whole park out. Yeah, well, just you would just need to do that section. No, I mean, like, the whole thing. Oh, I have, who knows? That'd be no, sweet. You have to be, like, Michael Jackson rich. Didn't he used to do that? <laughs> I didn't to, like, think he was that rich. Michael Jackson was so rich in the 80s and 90s. Oh, before. Like, well, old you, Michael Jackson. You want to know, like, Michael Jackson was so in debt when he died, but Michael Jackson knew what he was doing. He was just like, I'm just going to spend everything I have, every single thing, every dollar that comes yeah. in I'm spending. He died. His estate, not only is it out of debt, it's worth something like $2 billion. It's something insane. $2 really? Billion. Yeah. Some guy took over the estate, like this lawyer dude, yeah. and has just killed it for the estate. Just killed it. It's <laughs> insane how much money. Because first off- well, Plus they can just sell stuff because it was Michael Jackson's. This is, well, not only, I'm not talking about, like, the stuff that he had that him sold. I'm talking about the music, his his imagery, all of the things that he wasn't dealing with. Like, Michael Jackson's like, I don't want to deal with that. That was my Michael Jackson voice, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. It was also your Michael Jackson head move, I could tell. Like, <laughs> I can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it's his estate is insane. It's he, well, like... It's being managed by a guy who knows what he's doing and not Michael Jackson, I guess, is I guess the bottom line here. Um, I saw a whole story on it on, uh, I think, 60 Minutes. I believe it. Let me see. How much is... Uh, here we go. Just Michael Jackson saved worth five years after his... So this was written in June last year, June of last year. Um, so... Uh, he has earned more than $600 million since he died at age 50. He has earned it? Yeah. <laughs> $600 million? Yeah, in five years since he died. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of dough. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So anyway, Michael Jackson, richer and richer. And, yeah. I, I like after the... After he died. He, this, I guess this is the point. When you have a brand like you're Michael Jackson... The money you could just and the brand is just you. <laughs> I know, right? You could just he was right. He should have had he shouldn't have had just one pet monkey. He should have had a Planet of the Apes style theme park where monkeys had a community where they were I know, right? trying to train them to speak and take over downtown San Francisco. He has kids and stuff though, right? Yeah, I was reading here um 
How old are they? It says, uh, that's a good question. Hmm. 17 and 16. He has, he has uh, a Prince, Paris, and Blanket. 17. Blanket is their Blanket name? Blanket is one of their names. Prince, Paris, and Blanket. 17, 16, and 12. That was last year, so I'm assuming one year older now. Um, I didn't know you had that many kids. Jesus. I wonder what they're like. They should have a reality show. Uh yeah. Well, I'm guessing that they're they're not doing I'm I'm assuming that they're messed up beyond belief. Uh, <laughs> why there's a reality show. <laughs> um I'm just trying to see how much went to the kids here. Ninety one million no twenty million went to the kids to support the kids. That's pretty good. That's enough. Yep. Uh, that's just since he died. That that cash train's gonna keep going forever and ever, man. Michael Jackson, forget. But who it. does that go to then? I wonder. Well, there's a whole thing here. Lawyers. Um, he has a proper. He has a some sort of like crazy like warehouse, Citizen Kane type warehouse of stuff that he of his personal belongings. But yeah, yeah. who owns those then? His estate. Probably his kids will own it. But he, essentially, when they're older, it says here more than $25 million in compensation for the estate's executors. Jackson's longtime attorney, John Bronca, and family friend and music executive, John McClain. That's it. That's so they basically own it. Yeah, they're the Are ones they that are running. In control of it? Yeah, they're in control of it, probably until the kids become of age. So That's going to be crazy when they are. Yeah. Could you? This is Blanket Jackson, everyone. I don't see a blanket on here. I only see three. Michael, Paris, Michael, and Prince. No, I'm telling you, there's blanket, Prince, and Paris. It says Michael Joseph Jackson Jr. Look up blanket. Blanket Jackson. I'm on Wikipedia. Blanket, just just Google blanket. Nicknamed blanket. Oh, so that's not his real name. In 2002, Michael Jackson won his 22nd mayor, whatever. In the same year, Jackson's third child, Prince Michael Jackson II, nicknamed Blanket, was born. And that's, I think Blanket was the one, do you remember, like, he just held him over the ball? Oh, he's holding him, yeah, I know. (laughs) That was, like, so dangerous. (laughs) Oh, it says the mother's identity was not announced, but Jackson has said the child was the result of artificial insemination with his surrogate mother and his own sperm. I did not know that. I think that uh, they've revealed that subsequently. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure they did. They revealed it's true or not true? That's, it is artificial insemination, but I think the, the mother, is, uh, the, the egg donor, is known at this point. Huh. Yeah, Jackson I brought his infant son onto... Oh, brought his, oh yeah. Brought his infant son onto the balcony of the, his room of the Hotel Adeline in Berlin as fans stood below holding him in his right arms with a cloth loosely draped over the baby's face. It was pretty ridiculous. That, yeah, I know. That I remember that shot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we a little Michael Jackson talk, a little thriller. Th- this, is, this, this, this is thrilling, this uh, conversation. Now, <laughs> we're really beating this one, beating it to death. <laughs> I know. Ugh. I'm sorry. That's all I, I got. can't think. I want to throw one in there too, but I don't know enough about songs. Uh, so uh, one of the things that also came out this week, Star Wars, by the way, Star Wars World. I think Star we both. World, I, think, I, I think we both agree it's going to be great. Yeah, I, no, I just totally am pretty pumped for that. It could literally be just a uh, snow hut and on a field of white powder, and they could call it Hoth, and I'd be pretty satisfied. But you know, it's going to be. <laughs> I know, right? And you know it's going to be where you. It's like, hey, everyone, slice open your own bantha and crawl in oh, for warmth. That would be so cool. And crawl in for warmth. <laughs> um, that would be so cool. Uh, so, uh, Jared Fogel, the subway spokesperson. Oh yeah, I heard like he when that was happening first. But now it's he's pleaded guilty to uh, not only having child pornography, but also soliciting and paying for. Uh, illicit relations with underage um, girls. What, he's like admitted to that? Yeah, he pleaded guilty to it. I think as young as like 14. Dude, this guy, what a jerk. What a jerk. <laughs> I uh, don't like get how... So, I mean, I was thinking of that too. Like, why would you... Why would you plead guilty? 
I mean, it's like better because you're being honest, I guess, but does it less sentence or what? It is absolutely less sentence. If you plead guilty, you get a less sentence. Because, and then they, I was reading a thing also that like, because he's going to have to go to like a hardcore prison or whatever, and he's totally going to get his ass kicked. He's Yeah. Could you imagine? he's like a wuss. Did you see the, the New York Post cover today? I didn't. What was on okay. it? Uh, uh j- just type in Jared Fogel, New York Post cover. I think it's Fogel anyway. I'm just gonna do. Is it like him with the head, his head down? It's it says uh no it says essentially. It, the the picture is with him his head down and it says, enjoy a foot long in jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's pretty good. What a jerk! See you later, Jared. Looks like they're going to bring back uh, Clay Henry. He seems dumb anyways. I mean, even from the beginning. Do you remember Clay Henry? when uh, I think Clay Henry was a, um, the replacement for a while. They took Jared away because he, uh, he, he was too expensive or whatever. And then people were up in arms. They wanted, they wanted Jared back. So they really? Jared. Oh, I remember he had... Didn't he have some sort of organization? Jared? Uh, yeah, that's what that's what caused the whole situation. I think the the president and CEO of his organization was a child pornographer. He had a pornography ring. I'm, what I'm, really? I have no clue, so don't hold me to this. But either way, I looked up Clay Henry. I did not type in Subway. I just typed in Clay. I, Henry. Even with Subway, I can't find who that is. Well, here's the. It is Subway Subway commercial. Clay Henry, two thousand two. That's the third one. But actually, the first search result for Clay Henry. Is might be the greatest thing ever. RoadsideAmerica.com, Clay Henry, famous beer drinking dead goat. What? These days, Clay Henry is a the goat is a mounted display at a bar. But back in 1992, he was a living suds guggling marvel, uh, glugging marvel. Go to the trading post in Lajitas, a town near 100 along the Rio Grande River of uh, Big Bend National Park, and get some long neck beers, buy them, and feed them to Clay Henry, the beer drinking goat. And there's this, there's this picture of this goat. How do you spell clay then? C-L-A-Y. Clay. Yeah, I get some lawyer. Clay Henry, famous beer drinking goat. No, I get was an American lawyer, politician, and skilled orator who represented Kentucky in both the United States Senate and House of Representatives. Interesting. Mike, that was my third. That was my second result. My first result was Clary. I get clay like Henry. an autobiography thing on the side with just that guy. Oh yeah, I have that too. But there's my search results that I just sent you, and you'll see. Clay oh Henry, yeah, now it's this, yeah, now I see it. Clay Henry, famous beer drinking goat. Clay Henry, the American lawyer, politician, and skilled orator. By the way, are we skilled orators? I think so. Yeah, yeah. at least you. I, I mean, you know. have many voices. And then the last part there is a subway commercial with Clay Henry. Now, if we had this new YouTube thing, we could actually probably. I know. I don't even, I mean, like, I guess this still works, but it would be, I don't know. It's a lot of effort. And I can't have the eye patch. That was the problem, too. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, the song went, Clay Henry, Clay Henry, he eats his Subway sandwich, or something like that. What? No. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty terrible. I don't think I saw that one. He was like an everyman construction worker, Clay Henry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, do you think Subway, do you think people are going to stop eating at Subway? No, I mean, no, (laughs) I don't think that like Subway is the, their core demographic is activists. Well, I will say this. How about this though? Uh, When the head of um, Chick-fil-A came and said, Hey, I'm supporting this. I'm not against, I'm pretty much, pretty much these he was against like same sex marriage. Um, I've I've said I would never eat at a uh, Chick Fil A, and I never will. Yeah, but that's Ever. different because it's the owner too. True. So I'm just saying you're saying I'm just asking you. You think that those are two different things? One's the company, one's just the spokesperson for the company. Yeah, that, I mean that's super different. First off, because the Chick Fil A thing, like he, I mean, like that was the the basis of the company. Like that was like their their like company stance or whatever you know what i mean well it was the i'm not sure if it was everybody in the company felt that no, it wasn't everyone in the company but the company it was right right, right. 
like you don't have to like have all the beliefs of a company to work for it but i mean a company as a separate thing has its own set of beliefs that are set for it right so yeah so i i don't eat there so i'm agreeing with you i don't think this is going to affect subway at all <laughs> um i just wonder what they're going to do next for their for their for their ad campaign they could do something way better anyways jared's stuff was dumb i agree i think they need here's what i think they need to do though i do you think that or i should say i think i think they have to go serious serious i don't think so no i think they have to go serious i think they should do like the geico commercials and just have a whole bunch of stuff going on all over the place Hmm. like i'm not a fan of the geico commercials in general but some of them are funny they just do a lot of different stuff. Yeah, they do a lot of different stuff. You're right. They, they, there's not one. They have the Gecko. They have the Saturday Night Live characters. Oh, no, that's all state, actually, the Saturday Night Live characters. They have, uh, what else do they have? The Cavemen. I don't like the all state ones. Those are stupid. The Cavemen are cool. I also don't like the Geico, like, the Banjo guys. They're stupid. I don't know if I know the Banjo guys. Stupid. Um, Over it. Um, here's so an what interesting. Are, what, what else we got? What else we got? Well, Jared, <laughs> Jared, <laughs> Ashley Madison, and now what about, we're, uh, and this is what we're going to talk about: Godzilla El Nino. Oh, the weather thing. Yeah, the Godzilla El Nino. I was I was reading this. This is the apparently it's the largest El Nino uh, on in recorded history. So pretty much, maybe ever. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, they're uh, probably maybe in like a preformed earth. They were like <laughs> mega storms, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but what's interesting about this and which I didn't know is that it was called the Godzilla El Nino. And those were, and that was pl- every single headline around the, 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 the interwebs was saying Godzilla El Nino. Godzilla I didn't El even Nino. see that. I just I, saw I, that like NASA has a new, uh, cube sat that is going to be able to predict tornadoes better or that, that has or tornadoes or hurricanes hurricanes yeah wrong one yeah so i just wanted to talk about this giant el nino thing because there are some giant repercussions to this obviously there's going to be a lot of climate uh situations happening this winter um but the first thing i wanted to point out before we even get into that and then uh we could talk about the the kind of maybe some consequences of el nino and global warming or i should say climate change um <laughs> But I was reading this article about the El Nino, and I thought this was an, a crazy, fascinating fact. And I think people just forget that people who talk about climate stuff just maybe are forgetting about this. But I'm just going to read this, and then you react. Last week, data from NASA and the Jap- Japan Meteorological Agency confirmed that last month was the hottest July on record, joining every month so far this year except February and April as the warmest ever measured. I would just like to point out... That sentence was buried in an El Nino article. Yeah. I, is- I saw a bunch of other articles talking about that 2015, or no, like basically we're breaking all the records progressively. It's, just, it, it's crazy. The hottest, we've essentially of the, so we're in the, we just had finished July, seventh month, right? Um, yeah. So five out of the seven months, we broke records of the yeah. hottest ever. That's bananas. Okay. I know, like, and it's progressively hotter than it was that last hottest ever. I know, Not which just was... the month, it's like the record for the planet. I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's not, like, it's just at all. Like, we beat the record from, like, a month ago. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just, it's, a, it's, it's one of these things where, you know, it's, it's accumulative, right? It's not like, oh, it comes, and then it goes, and then you start over. Well, people are it... saying it might, it might be, a, like, a... Not a progress, a progression, but like an outlier, maybe. I don't know. I've read that also. Well, that's so. A lot of climate deniers use that argument to say, "Look, man, the planet has what we call serious differentiations between hot and warm climates, man." And- yeah, but not. I mean, I feel like more than like denying that there's any sort of change. I've heard also that this, like, things are getting hotter, but it's not like at this rate it could be just that this is an outlier in an overall trend at getting warmer you know what i mean right it's so you're saying it's an outlier of an overall trend that's yeah i mean i don't know if that's the case but i've heard that i've heard cases where they say oh well we're most of the 
uh, temperature readings are taking place are in places where there's a lot of urbanization. So when you, what do you get when you're in urbanization? A lot of cement. What does cement have? Oh, Jesus. really? They use that as, I mean, yeah, that's, it's a factor, but they definitely have like, you know, canceled that like factor out in their measurements. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I've heard people say I that. Know, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. So, uh, but the, the things I kind of wanted to talk about specifically about this El Nino, because El Nino does generally, um, bring wet weather to the California region. Yeah. Um, but I was reading this, they literally have one year left of rain, of, of, of water left. Um, no, I heard that they had, they were a whole year uh, deficient. No, they're actually, uh, they're, they, if you click this thing and you were to read the article here, uh, they would need essentially a year and a half of rain to, to get catch back. Up? Yeah. They have a four yeah, year bad. yeah totally. They they have a thirty plus inch deficit, which equates to four years of rain. What? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, so um, they're they're saying that there's this this is very good, but because what generally El Nino does bring wet and cooler weather to California. However, yeah. there is apparently they've called the giant blob this massive heat mass that's been hanging outside on the Western side of California. And this, th- this blob thing has been the main catalyst for the drought over the last four years or whatever, however many years it's been this drought. Yeah. And they're unsure if this epic El Nino could even overpower the giant blob. And they're calling it, they're calling it actually, we should, you know, we should just call it Godzilla versus the blob. <laughs> yeah. I know. I just call it like Blabra. <laughs> well, like Bob blah blahs, Bob blah blahs, blah blah. Yeah, they call it El Nino versus the Blob. I'm gonna call it Godzilla versus the Blob. Um, That's way better. Yeah, but they're they're they don't even know if it's gonna over if the if the El Nino could overtake the Blob and come in and get the rain. But then they were like, oh wait, guess what? FYI, if they do get a shit ton of rain, pardon my French. I'm trying not to curse anymore for the children that are listening right now. <laughs> right. Um, hey kids. <laughs> Hey kids, <laughs> um, the that the that the the rain will come and it will cause like flooding, flooding and mudslides. Causing oh more, yeah, yeah, I know because everything's so dry. Yeah, everything's just good. Yeah, exactly. And the 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 beds of dryness, which used to be riverbeds, they're so hard the water won't even absorb. It'll just rush down to wherever the heck it's going to go. Yeah, it probably back into the ocean unless they could capture it, but. Um, I was reading this as they said Pacific Northwest. Yeah, no drought relief at all. And they're they're I didn't I've never heard this before, but they're calling it a wet drought. Did you know that? No. I, what does that even mean? So essentially, because we're we aren't getting the same snowpack that we used to get. Yeah. In in and uh, we would get a moderate melt, like a slow melt over the course of the summer, and that would uh, allow for reservoirs to fill as they were depleting over time. But because we have less snow and less snowpack, there's less snow to melt, so the reservoirs don't fill. Yeah. But we, but we still get tons of rain during the winter, but it, we don't hold it because it's not in the snowpack. So they're, so the fact that we are losing snowpack, still getting rain, they're calling what we have a wet drought. So basically we have no reservoirs, but we're not like... It's going to be... It's like we'll have dry winters or dry summers and wet winters. Dry summers, wet winters, but also uh, because there's no snowpack and there's a potential of having water issues because uh, the water increases, essentially the volume increases, which uh, affects salmon runs. Um, there's a whole bunch of different things that are um, affected by the, the, the water stuff. I forget what exactly they are, but one of them for sure is the salmon run, like fishing and stuff like that. Uh, like wildlife are dying because the lakes are heating up because it's getting hotter here. And they're actually saying that, uh, oh, and also wildfires, which was our, my oh, next yeah, the fires. Yeah. Which I wanted to bring up next, but I didn't, that's, I was going to just say uh, one other thing is that um, they are saying that the Northeast is going to get slammed with really big, big um, snow. Yeah, exactly. I just hope we get a bunch of snow. Like I'm always, we didn't really get that much snow, but I hope that it's like, extra hot and extra snowy because that's how it used to be when it was extra hot yeah so it, it seems like we're not going to get snow again this year at all. i know it seems like we're just like never going to get snow again <laughs> <laughs> uh 
It's a shame, but I mean, the, they, they were also saying that this potentially could be the new standard for... Uh, I know, it's like totally... I mean, it's way more... People like this weather way more, so I mean, I guess that's cool. They like it way more, but it's detrimental to what we need to get into next, which is what's happening out on the eastern part of the country, which is, or the state, is the wildfires. Oh, yeah, I know. That sucks. Also, so, we got a shout out from Graham, and he says he likes your beard action. My beard action? Wow. Yeah. My, my, uh, my, let's just say it doesn't go over well here. It doesn't go over well? Oh, yeah. 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 I thought that was going to be a pun or something, but it wasn't. No. No. Like, nope. uh, I no can't pun. even think of one. Close shave? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I no. was thinking. Well, you really stumbled onto that joke. Oh, that's one. That one. <laughs> stumbled onto that joke. Got it. Killing it there. Killing it, parlance. <laughs> um. But I thought we could talk about, you were saying that our affiliate podcasts were doing some sort of football thing. Oh, yeah. We should, we should definitely talk about that. So right? apparently, Longbox Heroes has a open, an open, like you don't need a, like a secret code or anything. If you, were go, if you go to ESPN.com fantasy site and you, if they have a pick them, like a, Pigskin Pick'em, I believe it's what it's called. Um, it's uh, You could go in there and join. It's under Longbox Heroes. This is like shameless plug for Longbox Heroes, I guess. Um, but I'm, but a, a, So a lot of the, the, the members of our podcast network, so Jason, uh, Ian, Jared, Todd, myself, um, I think, uh, I don't know who else is doing it. That, those are the ones I've seen so far on there. But I know Jeremy, oh, oh boy, you're going to do it. Fresher, sorry, kayfabe, as Leonard always says. Um, oh, and by the way, Leonard Leonard said and had a question. He's like, when does he get to be the number one fan? So uh, for this week, I'm going to say Leonard's the number one That's fan. True. Yeah, it is true. He's our, He could be our number one fan for this week. He's our number one fan because he posts his comments now. Not only does he, he send does. us he sends this an email, but he posts them on YouTube, which is like, I like that. I like that. That is role. cool. And also, he even down. He like listened to it only on YouTube when our uh, RSS feed wasn't even working. I know. I know. So I'm so Leonard. Congratulations. You deserve it, my friend. You deserve it. You are our number one. Whoops. What did I do? I was gonna have a sound effect and I blew it. I know. Oh, I was looking for it too. Dang it. You are number... Congratulations. I was wondering, I thought maybe this one would have been better. I like the clapping better. That one, like, didn't sound right at all. Anyway. Okay. Number one fan. So yes, it's uh, Longbox Heroes. It's on ESPN. It's a pigskin pick'em. Just look it up. It's an open thing. There's actually some rules to it. Like I don't know. I was able to find it pretty easy. I actually think I convinced the intern at the office to join. We'll see how that goes. Um, so uh, by all means, join it. We're gonna all participate. I don't know what you win. Maybe you just we'll talk about it week to week or something. Gonna, but, uh, do I have any immediately available? Like our uh, desk ornaments. These these little guys, yeah. There you go. Win a desk ornament. Yeah, I haven't made any of these in a while, except for the time when I brought my mother to the office and she went over to your desk and took some. <laughs> I mean, all I got to do is uh, pull them up on the printer. I know. So anyway, check it out. Gridiron Challenge. Longbox Heroes is the name of the group. Join it up. My name of my team is Parlance's Placeholder. Because I couldn't think of a name at the time. I couldn't but think of also, on a football note, did you watch the preseason games? I did not watch the preseason games, but I have been I have been gearing up for fantasy football season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been listening to fantasy football podcasts. I've been looking at some fantasy football literature. 
I love fantasy football. I think I like fantasy football more than I like regular football at this point, which yeah. is weird. Which is weird because you can't have fantasy football without regular football. <laughs> Still, though, I mean, you can appreciate it. It's like you can't have options without stocks. That's true. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, a quick thing on this fires in Chelan, I wanted to point out that, you know, it's been getting a lot of national coverage. We actually lost three firefighters yesterday, not in the Chelan region, but in the Twi- Twist, a Twixt is the name of the town, I think. Oh, yeah, um, that's a crazy... Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what they were doing, but uh, they, they, they didn't make fires. it. fires, no. Yeah, no, but they, were, they went into an area that was, I think, quarantined. They were, trying to, they were from there, and they were trying to save the neighborhood or whatever, and uh, I think they crashed their car or something, and then they couldn't escape, and it didn't work out well for them. So that's a, a big tragedy. Uh, but also, Chelan, the, the neighborhood... I've been listening to the national news now, Wall Street Journal... NPR because I, I listen to my Alexa news when I come home or in the morning and um, I've heard so many mispronunciations of Chelan. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty funny. It's like Chilin, Chelan. It's like oh, every possible way, but now they finally got it because today they were like the resort town of Chelan. It's a resort town? <laughs> it's definitely a resort town. Oh, I guess, town. yeah, it's like Lake Chelan. That's right. Yeah. Um, so anyway... Uh, you all yeah. names wrong here all the time. I know. Well, it's a very, it's a tricky. It's it a is very tricky. Yeah, it's a tricky situation. Uh, but you know, I grew up in in Pennsylvania in the, our area. Like the name of my county was Lackawanna, and the Lackawanna River or Susquehanna. There was a lot of so, like. Yeah, how do people say those? I just said them. No, I mean wrong. I have no idea, but they do. What does anyone say? Uh, Scranton wrong. Well, people from Scranton say it wrong. Really? What do they yeah, say? They, it's like Scranton. Something Scranton? like that. Yeah, it's like Scranton. It's not Scranton, which is probably the Scranton. correct pronunciation. They say Scranton. Scranton. Scrantonian. Because that's the name of the... That's If you're from Scranton, you're a Scrantonian. Really? Not a that's Scrantonian? A, the, Scran, the Scranton Times? The, the Scrantonian. Uh, so anyway, uh, I think it's we're almost running out of show. I just wanted to point out one other thing uh, that... Cedar Point, there was someone, this is just like a caution, a word of warning to those amusement park people. A word of warning to those amusement parks. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you get get right up on the mic. I mean, that way I get, you know, the the whisper type thing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If you lose your cell phone on a roller coaster. Yeah. One... You shouldn't have had it in your pocket in the first place. Two, let the staff get that cell phone for you. At the oh, did end someone of the- get their arm ripped off or something? No, they got hit by the thing and died. What? And did you it- see that? Uh, what happened? So essentially, he lost his cell phone on a ride, and um, he got hit by the by someone's leg or whatever, uh, and died. And this is like something like the ninth time it's happened. Where you know those roller coasters where they hang down? Yeah, yeah. It was essentially all of them, same situation. Someone loses something, they jump over the fence and they get hit and they die. And it's happened like 10 times in the last 12 years. I also yeah. looked this up. You see that, uh, that I don't, no one died, but there's another amusement park strategy with a, uh, it was one of those like reverse bungee jump things, but one of the cords broke and like the pod thing totally just was hanging there and it like broke someone's leg or something. Oh yeah, I saw that, and they and then they, it took them like an hour to get them. Yeah, just, that would suck, dude. It looks scary. It, it's yeah, but they didn't get like that hurt at least, or they die. Didn't, they didn't get that hurt nor die. But boy, what a great ride! <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I always wondered, you know, when you go on a roller coaster and the, the, you get stuck, and I always look at this. I've never been stuck on a roller coaster before. No, no, but I think about it when I'm going up there and I'm always just like, man, I do not want to get stuck because I can't handle where we are right now. I can't deal with it. (laughs) I mean, what does that even mean? You can't deal with it though. I wouldn't be able to get down. Like I would be stuck because normally they make you get off the cart and walk down the ramps and stuff. Oh really? Yeah. They put, yeah. Wait, like if it hasn't happened to you, how do you know that's what they do? Because I've seen stories about it. Oh, are you sure they were real stories? Look it up. Look it up. It happens all the time. <laughs> You've just been like researching what to do. What to do in the case of a roller, car, roller coaster stall, stay put. That's, by the way, that's the number one thing. Stay put. 
Yeah, um, that's the number one thing in like any emergency, basically. It's not true. World Trade Center, that was not a good idea. But that was the, what you're supposed to do. Uh, it doesn't yeah. matter whether you're supposed to, I mean, whether you should, that's like the general advice. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm of, here's my opinion on this one. Uh, if you uh, see something that doesn't look right, just, just run away. Just run away. That's, that's <laughs> that, my... It could be a trap. You know what else could be a trap? Sometimes they have a secondary explosion. You go run and help the people because they got hurt, and then boom, they hit all the first responders. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, yeah. There's, I mean, you, could, you don't know which way. Like, maybe you took the wrong guess. Maybe staying was better. You don't know which one to do. Yeah, so maybe for me... Right one, maybe you'll do the wrong one. For me, I'm just going to always run away. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> fairly certain of it. I'm fairly certain of it. Like, when the earthquake happens here, the big one, Yeah, I'm running away. Just keep running. Like, run, Forrest, run. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to just keep <laughs> running until I, uh, until I decide not to. I think that's pretty much how it's going to go. So I'll be winded probably. By the way, r- me running, I got about a mile in me. So 10 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. I don't think I could run that much farther than that. So, so, uh, so let's, um, let's wrap this up. Yeah, you want to um, do a little shout outs? Yep. So everyone, we are part of a larger network of podcasts called the Soon to Be Network Podcast. Uh, we have the Prodigal Sons podcast. Uh, they actually were off last week, so I didn't. They didn't. I think Jerks. Brian. Yeah, Who Brian went on vacation. That? Brian went on vacation to Disney World, and the show went off. It went off the rails. Um, ProdigalSonsPodcast.com. Uh, there's also Dad Distractions with uh, Brian and Leonard, and they. Uh, they were also off last week, so... Oh, my gosh! But you can find that at BeALittleWeird.com. There's also Longbox Heroes, who we also talked about, Leonard and Todd talk about comic books, and among other things. They also have a new... I don't know if you know this, uh, Fresher, but they have a secondary podcast where they that's called After Dark, where it's a little bit more blue, and they talk about things that are unrelated to comic books. That's actually on iTunes now, so you can look that up. Longbox Heroes and Long, cool. Longbox Heroes After Dark. And uh, is there, oh, Podvocacy at podvocacy.com where uh, they talk about various pop culture things. Oh, speaking of things, they're a huge fan of that show uh, Blacklist. And I saw that Netflix paid um, uh, NBC Universal $2 million per episode for streaming rights. Really? Two, yeah, $2 million per episode. So do the math. They have those 20 some episodes per season. Oh, and also, I. I, I I uh, I meant to say, I meant to I have a joke and this one's for for this is for Leonard and Leonard only the Prodigal Sons podcast hosted by Brian, Ian, Jared and um uh ugh, what's this maybe that I think that's it right that is the joke there we go all right so anyway the uh, <laughs> but uh, oh wait there is wait we have to there is one more crap. There's another podcast in our network now. Ian from the Prodigal Sons podcast has started a new podcast all about At this puzzles. Point, I just want to make another podcast so I can have our po- my other podcast promoted on here too. Yeah, he he you could. They look, they're just you got time to record it. They'll just they'll just promote you. They're spinning them up. Yeah, let me see if I could find the name of it. Anyway, it's I think it's called like Puzzle Fighters 3 or something. Um, but they, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So essentially, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they are, uh, doing a podcast, three gentlemen to, um, who are uh, talking about the, the, the mobile game puzzle quest. So, uh, check it out. I'm going to see if I could find the name real quick here. Uh, if I can't find the name, then that'll be the end of it. I mean, if they search on any of those other things we mentioned, it's findable. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's puzzlewarriors3.com. A podcast. Three? Yeah. I think it's because they have there's three guys in it. Like Puzzle, written out or the number? Like uh the number. Puzzle Warriors, the number three dot com. A podcast like written out the number? No. Podcast <laughs> Warriors I whatever. Pod it's podcast puzzlewarriors3.com. Actually, there's no podcast in that. As a matter of fact, don't even bother going to listen to this. You probably don't play Marvel Puzzle Quest. <laughs> if you ever actually did want to play Marvel Puzzle Quest, you certainly don't need a podcast to understand how to bust bubbles. 
<laughs> the, the full reversal on promotion. Yeah, this is what I call the anti-promotion promotion. Yeah, just don't listen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but those other ones, those are all good. I can't vouch for this one yet. However, I do play Puzzle Quest. Cool. Yeah. But uh, I think that about wraps it up. I think that does wrap it up. Um, anything else you need to add? Uh, no, but thanks, thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah thanks for listening. Be sure to comment. Reach us at uh, uh, on the Twitter at Fresh and Paul. Yeah, if you ask to, I mean, I I do have the desk ornaments. I don't know which way is straight, but that's the right way, right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yep, this is uh, Parland saying sayonara, muchachos. This is Fresher saying later, taters. <laughs>